0: Welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson. And in this final episode, the 34th episode of 2022, I am sharing my lessons from the year. At the start of the year, I chose a word like so many people do, and my word was reclaim. And I am proud to report that I was successful in reclaiming my life, my time and my priorities. But of course, that was not without some hardships and some lessons learned, and I'm diving a little bit deeper into that in today's episode. Please enjoy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Far From Perfect. I am your host, Kylie Larson, and this is the final episode of 2022. And I am giving you my recap of the year. I posted a blog about this on my website, um, but <laughs> like probably like 10 people read that, which, I, and I want to get this message out because. I just want to share my story with you and also go read the blog. It's a really good blog. Um, But in today's podcast, I'm going to give you a little bit more insight into why I shared what I did and other feelings and um, experiences that I had all along the way. So let me just start off by saying thanks for thanks for following along with my podcast. It is my absolute most favorite thing to do because it allows me to connect with so many people. Like I get to sit down with the most amazing guests and learn something and be inspired just like you are. And then this year, I really wanted to share um, more of myself and my own expertise and my own experience throughout my podcast, because on social media, right, you get to know me, you know, in nutrition and fitness, but in a longer form content area, you really get to know someone. So thanks for being here. Let me make sure that everything is on Do Not Disturb. Now, I've also been posting these on YouTube, so you can watch in real time or not in real time. You can watch this or you can listen to this. It is the day after Christmas, and I worked out this afternoon. I have a little jacket on because it's kind of cold upstairs in my office, but I'm just going to dive right in. And again, thanks thanks for following along. And because you listen, I get to do what I love absolutely love to do. It's like the podcast, it's not a revenue generator for me. It's truly my passion. So thanks for allowing me to live out my passion. So let's let's dive in and reflect. First off, my 2022 word for the year and my intention was reclaim. The wheels started to fall off the two years prior to that. I I had to reclaim my life, my time, my priorities. I had given enough of myself, too much of myself over the past two years. And here's, here's how that happened. When the pandemic hit, I had what people needed. I had an online fitness and nutrition coaching business. It was already up and running. It was already, it wasn't the start of it. It was pretty much like in tune. It was ready to go. It was going, it was already successful. So then when everything got shut down and people needed to work out so they could do at home, I had that. The pandemic was awesome for me for several reasons. And I I feel partly guilty saying that to you, but I know I'm not the only one. First off, I'm an introvert. So I didn't have to come up with excuses about why I couldn't go places and do things. Second off, I had a business that was serving people and what they needed at that time. So my business grew during the pandemic and it grew so much that I didn't lose control, but it was taking all of me to keep everything running, right? And my team rapidly grew and that's awesome, But it was still like I was constantly playing catch up. I was always on defense. I was never proactive. I was constantly reacting to what people needed, to what was happening. And I can do that, right? We can all do that, but we can only do it for a certain amount of time. And I was feeling that strain on myself. I was seeing that strain on my relationships. I was just feeling it. So I needed to reclaim my life. And in, in the blog, I wrote, I was supposed to be the boss, like I'm in charge, but it felt like everything else took charge of me. And I know y'all can relate to that. I know I'm not the only one that feels this way, whether your pandemic experience was a positive one or a not so positive one. You are the boss at work. Maybe you're a, a business owner like myself. You don't start a business so that you can work 80 hours a week, right? you start a business so you can set your own hours. That wasn't quite happening for me. So this last year, I did reclaim. I will say, I am so proud of myself. I did reclaim so much of what I wanted to reclaim. And it all started with me setting the intention, besides with the word reclaim, to wash my face at night. I had gotten into the horrible habit of falling asleep on the couch most nights. And when you fall asleep on the couch at night, at least when I do, that means I'm not washing my face. And that means I'm also not going to like wake myself back up to wash my face and then go to bed. So I would fall asleep on the couch watching TV. TV is my favorite thing. I will not apologize for that. But I'd fall asleep on the couch. Then, you know, at 11 o'clock, wake up and stumble upstairs without washing my face. And I would just wake up each morning being like, Kylie, you did that again. (laughs) And it what it's not just about washing your face. It's about what that symbolized for me. I was exhausted. I was so exhausted that I couldn't wash my face before bedtime. I was so exhausted that I couldn't finish a TV show. So I needed to wash my face at night, get to bed at a decent hour, and truly like we talk about sleep all the time, especially in my programs. If you want to get healthier, if you're feeling any way, in any in any kind of way, focus on sleep first. The cascade effect with improving your sleep is unbelievable. Don't worry about workouts. Don't worry about nutrition. Focus on your sleep first and everything else will start to get better. So in this year of reclaiming myself. I gave myself the gifts of flexibility, time off and travel. Instead of, instead of diving into work first things in the morning, I tried to do anything else. Some mornings I started with a breathing exercise. Like I downloaded the breath work app. I love it. Some mornings I started with meditation. I used the calm app. I also love it. Some mornings I start with writing affirmations. Some mornings I start with continued education. But I would avoid at most cost checking my email first thing in the morning, which that's not really an issue for me. If you ever sent me an email, you probably know this. Um, But also social media. Social media is my job, right? Facebook is my job. That's where my groups are managed. So if I wake up at six o'clock and I dive into... Facebook right away, which for the past two years, that's exactly what I would do because I needed to manage my group, right? I needed to do my job. That's a great way to feel out of control at six o'clock in the morning when you still have 12 more hours to work, right? So I started my day in any other way besides starting with work, even if it was only for 15 minutes or 30 minutes. That was my intention for myself. Now there are busy times at work. You guys all know this. You have seasons in life. If you're an accountant, you know, in you know, Q1, you're probably working a lot more than you do in Q3. I know that. Now I understand the roller coaster that is my business, but it took me learning that for the past two years working on tools in therapy, understanding what's important to me and what's actually sustainable to me in order to find my way through this. And also I preach this to my clients all the time. Do not start your day right away with your phone, with your computer, (laughs) with work. But there were times that I wasn't living up to it and that also didn't feel great, right? It also did not feel great because it was out of alignment with what I know to be with what I coach and what I know to be best for a human being with that flexibility for the most part I stopped tracking my macros and I'm a macro coach but you guys it's this tool that like it wasn't serving me anymore like there's nothing else I needed to learn from it it was just an annoyance and so I'd start the day and it was easy to start my day because I have my normal breakfast but then after that I just, I didn't have the desire to track my macros. So I stepped away. And I also, that is something else I teach clients. Like tracking is a tool that you have. You want to make sure that tool doesn't become a crutch. Well, it was never a crutch for me. I wasn't afraid to not track my macros. My fear was being a macro coach without tracking my macros. But it's like, I don't want to. So you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. Now, if you have specific goals, oftentimes that's a very important tool that you need to pick up and use. But I didn't have specific physique goals for the most part this year. Um, other things that I did. So that was huge. And in terms of flexibility, also like this year, I've had the most freedom with food. Like I felt since I was a teenager, truly. like, And I say that in all honesty, it's an amazing place to be. And if you're still struggling, like you still are following like food rules, your holidays stress you out, travel stresses you out, dinners out with friends stress you out. I just want you to know there is, there is another way and it might take you some time to get there, but you can get there. It's totally possible if you do the work. I went to Hawaii in February with my, my friend Leanne and her husband, Chris, Pat and I both went that was a week long thing in july i took most of the month off we don't have any groups in july brooks was busy with swimming um i had the i didn't record any podcasts in july july was my time off we went i went to vegas in august and did a photo shoot with Kay York, who is an amazing photographer. I haven't even shared those photos yet because I can't pick the ones I want edited. Like, he takes all these photos and you pick like five. And I'm like, I can't just pick five. How do I pick five out of this? But that's something I do for myself. And I was a little bit hesitant to do them. And I'll tell you about it in just a second. But I went ahead with it anyway. And I'm so glad that I did. And my flight was delayed leaving. And I had like basically almost a full day to myself in Vegas. And it was just awesome sitting by the pool by myself, not talking to anyone, just enjoying my own company. And it was like a reminder, you know, as any leader knows, if you're leading people, you have to protect your energy. Like it is the most valuable resource you have because it is your, your time and your energy. So when you take the time, to recharge, to step away, it's always for the greater good. It's not about you. Like that wasn't about me. That was about me coming back ready to serve from an even better position. So you've got to prioritize yourself, especially if you're a business owner and if you're a leader. Um, in September, my family, we took our first family vacation to Disney we were also in a hurricane, that was so much fun. It was our first family vacation. We have been married for, like Pat and I have been on a couple trips um, and we would go on trips with his family, but it's different, right? It was just the three of us. And Pat and Brooks are my most favorite people to hang out with. We could be literally anywhere and I'm gonna be happy as a lark, but we got to do something that Brooks really wanted to do. I never been to Disney World, And it was awesome. Even though we were in a hurricane, then we spent some time on the other side of Florida and it was just fantastic. And that was a full week off of work for me. I had my team that I was able to lean on. They're totally capable and they did an amazing job. Then after that, I even went to Oregon with Pat for a work trip. I've never done that with him. And it was actually right as I was like launching the October program and It wasn't an ideal time for me to go away, but it was actually the perfect time because I was a little bit in my head about is anyone going to sign up? I'll be honest with you guys. I I mean, sometimes I'm like, is anyone going to sign up for my program? And it can be really hard for me to separate my worth from how many people sign up for my programs. Just like when I used to teach classes, it's hard to separate. It was hard to separate my worth, at least towards the end, from how many people were coming to my classes, right? That means I'm doing good. If the people come, and they like me, that means I'm good. So I was, I was really battling with that in the last quarter of the year, but it was good for me to get away during that launch because otherwise I just would have sat up here and tried to push out more information and more of everything and still gotten the same results with signups but I took that time away and it was fun for Pat and I to go somewhere just by ourselves. We hadn't done that in a while. So that's like four trips already, maybe even five. I lost count. And then by myself, I went to Huntington beach just a couple of weeks ago because I, I needed to recertify for my high performance coaching. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily do that kind of coaching right now. I do incorporate it into our VIP community. Um, but I don't do it on a one-on-one basis right now, but I like keeping my certification. And so when I saw that it was going to be number one in person and not online, I wanted to go. Number two it was in California in December. Absolutely sign me up. So again, I was away for five days by myself. And that's what I learned. That's important for me to spend some time by myself. I need that. And being in that environment, I mean, I wasn't totally by myself for most of the day, but in the evenings I was by myself, I was traveling by myself. I came back really excited and I felt, um, a sense of clarity and, and purpose when I came back. That's another reason I go to that high performance coaching. Um, if you're not familiar with Brendan Burchard, he is the, he's the guy who is the head of the coaching certification in 2018 or so, I read his books, his book, High Performance Habits, and I loved it. And, and I decided I was going to make that next year my healthiest year. And I started working with the trainer. I started, that. that was really the big thing. I had my nutrition pretty much dialed in, but I wanted to you know, work more specifically on my workouts. And I just really buy into his philosophy. And I always get something from him. He's like my person. We all have that one person. It doesn't matter who it is, but I always get something from him. And seeing him in that last quarter, when I was really starting to struggle was clutch because I felt I walked away from that, again, feeling this sense of renewed purpose and clarity and ready for the new year. And I can't tell you like how bad I needed that, but those were all trips. And back to that flexibility, you guys, in the past, maybe in 2021, I could have done this, but before that, I'm not certain, like I would hold back from taking trips because it would mess with my routine, right? It would be harder to manage my nutrition. It would be harder to manage my workouts. I didn't have that this year right? I'm saying yes to more things because I do feel this flexibility. I now understand how the metabolism works and how a week off isn't going to ruin all of your progress. You guys, I've, I've briefly talked about this in other podcast episodes. I've missed out on so much of my life because of my relationship with food and exercise, mostly all of my twenties. Mostly I missed out on all of my twenties because of that. So now I'm just, I'm just, I, I have perspective. When you have perspective, you can make better decisions based on who you want to be and who you are. So this year has been a huge year of growth for me, too, in that area. Um, So, yeah, it was a lot of positives. But as I briefly alluded to just a moment ago, it it wasn't without its growing pains. There were definitely struggles and and lessons learned in April. Oh, here. Yeah, here we go. In April, I started to feel the effects of perimenopause kick in, and I, I noticed it because of this. I wanted to do a fat loss phase for that photo shoot that I mentioned, right? So I wanted to, you know, just lean up a little bit. So that was starting in like April. Well, I started my caloric deficit and my weight went up. It went up. And it was not because of tracking errors. It was not because of non-compliance. It was because of perimenopause. And not only did I see it on the scale, I saw it in my waist measurement. I saw it in, I mean, I could see it in my physical body. Could you see it? Probably not. Only if you were like analyzing my body, but I know my body. And I was like, WTF, I am in a deficit, a significant deficit. And my body is gaining weight. Well, ladies, right now, you might be saying, oh my God, that happened to me. When you're in perimenopause, a caloric deficit is oftentimes not what you need. So once I figured out like that was going on, I was like, well, I'm working with my friend, Dr. Jen, Dr. Jen Horton. She's a naturopath and we did all the tests. I did a stool test so we could see what's going on with my gut. I did, you know, a full panel with my blood and all of that. And uh, so we did a saliva test. And we just got to the bottom of things and I started working with her. We addressed the gut stuff first because my hormones were actually fine. Um, but my gut was in dysbiosis. So we did a killing phase, a healing phase. Let me do an optimizing phase. And I'm through that protocol now. And you guys, that takes about nine months. Um, and immediate, not immediately, but because I'm very regimented with my supplements. Like I took my supplements just as I should. Like I'm an excellent patient, especially when it comes to something like that like you want to feel better. So you need to follow your protocols. So I started the supplementation and doing whatever she said. And my body did respond really well, fairly quickly. And then my body started responding to that caloric deficit, which, you know, had I not had that photo shoot scheduled, I would have, I would have just backed out of it, which I honestly kind of did because once my body started responding, I stopped tracking my macros. I was like, well, things are good. I'm good. I'm just going to stop tracking. And I pretty much just started eating at maintenance, even though I had that photo shoot coming up. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm really photo shoot ready. And then I had this idea in my head. I almost canceled it. I almost canceled it. And these photos are the, my most favorite photos I've ever taken. And I almost canceled it. But the reason I didn't cancel it is because I was like, no, Kylie, you need to show people that. It doesn't matter, like when you do a photo shoot, it's not about how lean you are, especially now, like I'm not a competitor, I'm not, I don't use my body to sell my programs. I do them for me. It's about feeling confident, and you don't need to be super shredded and lean to feel confident. Your confidence will show through in your photos. And I really can't wait till I pick my five favorites so you can see my confidence shining through. Um, So I'm really glad I went through that. But man, that perimenopause, that will kick your butt if you don't have the right tools. So luckily, I know what to do. I didn't need to change much. It was really my gut that was holding me back. And we talk about gut health in Revive. We don't necessarily have all the tools to give you the supplements and everything, but we'll say, okay, you need to work with this person or this person in order to start your gut healing journey. Because if your gut's a mess, Nothing's going to work, right? You need to have a healthy gut, especially if you are in perimenopause. You're not going to feel your best or look your best if your gut is in dysbiosis. So take care of those gut bugs. Work with whoever you need to work with to to take care of that. Um, So yeah, perimenopause started. That's awesome. (laughs) But also, it's also a blessing because I know exactly what my clients are going through now. And I use our protocols, and they work. So now I can speak from personal experience, not just theorizing. Um, Lift to get lean, it did great, and the, you know the team had grown. But as I briefly mentioned a little bit ago, the size of the groups started to get smaller, and you know because I was having a hard time separating that from like my worthiness, I started second guessing myself. Like, do people need what I have anymore? And I've re- I've since reconciled that. I, I have since reconciled that. So you don't need to send me a message like, yes, Kylie. Like, I'm not looking for that. Because every time, like, I think we're making change in the world. And then I'll hear about another person that has signed up for Octavia or someone's mom who signed up for Octavia or someone is taking Ozempic. They're just injecting themselves or someone is fasting or, you know, and I'm like, well, there's work to be done. And if anybody's up for the job, it's me. But um, but there was a blessing also with the smaller groups. It allowed me to release control and allow my coaches to do what they do best. And that's take care of our clients, which allowed me then to reclaim my life and start to focus on other things, right? So because the way I've talked about it in, in therapy and with my business coach and with my team is the universe knew I would not step back unless I needed to. So the universe gave me smaller groups so that I could refocus. And of course, I believe in my team. Of course, it's only me. It's only me that was putting those expectations on myself, putting those demands on myself. And I share that with you because how many of us are doing that, right? How many of you have such high expectations of yourself that you can't even live up to your own expectations, right? I'm not worried about other people's expectations of myself. I'm sure you're not either. Maybe when you were a kid, that was a thing, right? You needed to bring home all A's to your parents. You needed to be the best swimmer, basketball player, softball player. We're all grown adults now. And I would venture to guess that you are the only one putting those unrealistic expectations on yourself. So we have to really like, we have to get honest with ourselves. Am am I like am I the problem? Am I the drama? And I'll be the first to admit yes. Um, just like my new framework with lift to get lean, it starts with awareness. Once you're aware, then you can change it. So the smaller groups honestly was a blessing and nothing is is going to grow like lift to get lean grew forever it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I'm so grateful for it, but now it's a mature program, right? Now we are in kind of like that maintenance phase, that evolution phase where we're figuring out, okay, what's next for us. We'll always have the things, but what's it going to look like as we mature, as we become more of an authority here, as we get even better as coaches, because that's the awesome thing you guys about not only just getting older, but doing something, For an extended period of time, like strength training, you just get better. How many times have you heard me say, all you have to do is keep going. You just got to stay in the game. So this is allowing us to stay in the game and get even better, refine our product, offer something different, something new, something unique, serve you even better. So I'm not going to lie. Like, I, (laughs) my brother and sister-in-law were in town for Thanksgiving and my brother-in-law, John was like, Hey, how's business? I'm like, Oh, John, this is it. This is the end of the road. I'll joke with Pat all the time. Like, can you hire me where you work? I'm going to need a job. This is it. And like, I say it jokingly, but that's like, that's how I felt. I was like, nobody wants what I have anymore. But again, I have <laughs> reconciled that thought. That was that was a call to action for myself to, okay, Kylie, what are you going to do then? You can't stay the same. It's time to evolve. And so that's what we're going to do. And like, there's one thing I know about myself. I'm not a quitter. I know when to, I know when to fold them. It's also a gift that I have but I'm not a quitter. And if I'm gonna count on anyone, I will count on myself. So these are all conversations that I've literally had with myself and I'm sharing them with you so that you have these same conversations with yourself because I know we all start to feel that way. We all start to feel like what we're doing isn't working anymore. Like this is it for me. I guess everyone's gonna find out that I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not as good as they think I am that's just those, those are just thoughts. They're, they're not true. There's just those thoughts. And well, I have lessons that I'll talk about at the end, but like when we just think those thoughts and we, they stay stuck in our head, they get worse. It's a downward spiral real fast, at least for me. Um, Yeah. So, so there's that now then I talked about the self-doubt, just looking at my notes. Oh, and I do have to share this this one little um, tidbit. I was talking about this with my therapist the other day. I have to look up this text she sent me because I couldn't remember the quote that I said. And that those feelings that I was having, I, I was feeling unsettled. I felt like I was on shaky ground. And we were like, well, what do you think that is? do you think that feeling really is Kylie? And I realized that I'm learning a new way of being like, I'm learning a new way of being that isn't frantic, right? 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021 reaction, 2018, 2019, like rapid growth. 2020, 2021, rapid growth, along with a lot of responsiveness, like responding. Never being on offense. It's strange. It's strange having a slower pace, but it's what I wanted all along. So that's why it feels unsettling to me. I'm just getting used to it right? And I've I've seen this talked about in terms of like our nervous system dysregulation. A lot of people, like if you seek out that frantic, if you need that busy, if you can't sit down, that's because you're afraid, right? What happens if I do slow down? I'm not afraid to sit down and slow down. I'm just not used to it. And so it was just super foreign to me. So that's what I'm learning. I'm learning how to lean into that less frantic pace it's like not having to work on Saturdays that's that's a whole totally new thing for me I've talked about this with my hairdresser right because she's far along in her business too so she doesn't really work on Saturdays anymore even though that's a big day for hair you know for the last 15 years I've worked every Saturday morning ever since I started teaching yoga I'd be up at seven o'clock getting ready for eight o'clock class and then I teach at eight o'clock and then I teach at 10 o'clock and then when I wasn't, and I taught those classes forever. And then when I wasn't teaching those classes anymore, I still had to check in on my groups on Saturday mornings. So it's like, I didn't know, I don't know what to do sometimes if I'm not working. I'm figuring it out now. <laughs> don't worry, I'm figuring it out. But it's, um, it, it's an interesting lesson to learn. It's like, so what do normal people do? What do people do on Saturday? I don't know. I don't know if I want to do what normal people do, but I'm going to do what I want to do on Saturday mornings. So I just wanted to share that with you. And then as far as the lessons that I've learned, and I hope, I hope these come in handy for you is number one, don't just have a team, use your team. And this includes your family, your partner, your kids, your friends, ask for help can you pick my kids up from school? Can you help me make dinner? Can you stop at the store? Can you wrap these presents? Like use your team, lean on your people. Number two, your worth is not tied to the success of your business, just like it is not based on your productivity or your looks or how much money you make, right? Only the universe grows exponentially forever don't compare yourself to past versions of you. That lesson came up like throughout the whole perimenopause thing. This is something that we talk about with our Revive clients, right? It's we cannot ask of ourselves at 45, what we did at 25. We should know that we shouldn't do that to ourselves. That's not fair. I would also even say you should not ask of yourself at 45, what you asked of yourself at 35, when I say ask of yourself, I mean like ask yourself to look the same. That is not fair. That is unkind. So just, just be mindful of that. Um, Let's see, next one. If you believe in what you are doing and you're truly enhancing other people's lives, you'll be fine. So that's what I walked away from in that final quarter of the year. You know, I was in that self-doubt place And then I was like, Kylie, well, we, we, we did this exercise in, at my coaching certification. And we talked about the things that we worry about the most. I worry about one thing, my business. I don't worry about Brooke. I don't worry about Pat. I don't, it's my business. And I was explaining my worry to my role-playing coach. And he's like, so you're doing this. People are saying this, you're getting these results and you're worried. And I was like, yeah, Dave you're right. I don't, I don't, I don't need to worry about this. So this is where, well, that's, that's my next point, but I believe in what I'm doing wholeheartedly. Like I wholeheartedly believe in what I'm doing in enhancing your life, maybe changing your life, teaching you how to eat starts with how to eat, but that's not really what it's about. Teaching you how to treat yourself with self-compassion, teaching you how to go after what you want because you're so dang strong. You learn those lessons in the gym and then you apply that strength in other places. Like I'm so passionate about what I do and I know that it works. I have no need to doubt myself. Um, The other thing, don't take offense to this one, but like I'm doing a lot better than most people. (laughs) And it's because of the people I have around me. It's because of the tools that I actually use when it comes to taking care of myself, whether it's downtime, alone time, yoga, therapy, A lot of the stuff that I talked about today, and I just like, normally I say, don't compare yourself to anyone, but if you look around and think and notice that you're doing better than most people, sometimes that's a little boost up. And I say this, like people are hurting right now. People having a really hard time and comparatively speaking, I'm not doing that bad. So it helps me like get over my pity party. Like I want to feel my feelings, but I also want to get over that. I don't want to feel like it's the end and that's one of the ways i get over that feeling of it's the end kylie um this one is tied to if you believe in what you're doing express what worries you don't let it marinate in your mind right i was having that worry that i shared with my pretend coach and it was just sitting in my mind I was ruminating over it and i was making every scenario worse than the next worse than the last and it was a very dark hole right i went to I went from you know having a successful business to having to shut everything down, let all the coaches go, and me applying for a job at Target. That happened in the course of like two minutes. <laughs> so if you're worrying about something, express it. Maybe you just need to write it down. Maybe you need to say it to yourself in the mirror so you can hear how silly it is. Or maybe you need to say it to someone so they can help you see that the dots don't necessarily connect. Um, The last two, find people who can lift you up, especially if your job is leading others. Nobody wants a leader who is a Debbie or Donald Downer, right? If you are a leader of any kind, this includes leading your household. If you want to influence people, you got to bring some energy. People can read your energy. And when I say energy, you you need high vibrating energy. Not I feel sorry for myself vibes, Not the world is crashing down vibes. Not woe is me vibes, if I didn't already say that. Just you have to bring that high frequency energy. The best way to do that is to get around other people that have a higher frequency than you. I know that's hard, especially for you high vibe people. So we got to seek out the people who are buzzing, right? If you are searching for someone, reach out to me right? We have got to stick together because we're only going to be able to lift other people up even better. Um, And then finally, I mentioned this, just keep going because most people quit. Truly. How many people do you know that just quit? Most people just quit. All you have to do is keep going. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep on going, doing what I love, doing what I believe in, hopefully inspiring you along the way to do what you love. And I'm still thinking about my word for uh, 2023. So if you stuck with me this long, thank you so much. I don't like to talk about myself too much, but these lessons that I had this year, I thought were really powerful. Maybe you can relate. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank goodness for these outros because I actually forgot one of my lessons and it's an extremely important lesson and I think something wonderful to leave you with in this final episode of the year. So one of the most important lessons that I learned this year is that there's nothing wrong with me. So I love personal development. I love going to therapy. I love having coaches. The only thing is... Oftentimes, when I'm utilizing these resources, I'm doing so, I was doing so in an attempt to like figure out what was wrong with me. I have decided there's nothing wrong with me. And there's nothing wrong with you either. And it's okay if we're not always working on ourselves. I'm not saying I'm done working on myself. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with you. As you choose to improve, evolve, grow, etc. Right now, in this moment, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you, the way you look, or the way that you are. And with that, thanks again for being with me throughout the year. I'm looking forward to a new year with you. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.